Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In this episode, prescription drugs are the riddle, getting more expensive and less expensive at the same time. How could both those things be true at once? We're going to talk about that. We want to talk about workarounds as well. Also, there's a new cell phone plan I want you to know about. And it's actually for one individual, $25 a month unlimited. That's cheap. But you got to know the hoops you got to jump through, I'm going to tell you. So, new report out that new prescription meds are the most expensive they have ever been. Ever been. So, eight of the 13 new drugs that have been launched this year cost you, or your insurer if they're involved, or the feds if they're involved, over $200,000 a year. Let me say that again. So eight of the 13 newest drugs launched this year cost over two hundred grand per year to take them. Average income in the United States, depending on how you measure it, let's say it's 60000 a year. So we're talking about more than three times income just to take a med for a year. Okay, that is past bonkers. This is crazy stuff, right? In the country, we spend half a trillion dollars a year on prescription drugs. Big money. So it's such a mixed bag of nuts on the prescription drug thing. Because generics, which are most of what people take, just like 80% of prescriptions now are generics by one thing I saw. Those, there's all these strategies where you can save a ton of money on them. And things you can do that will save you big bucks. And that's something I talk about regularly, the strategies to save money on those prescription drugs that are generics. But what happens if you're a captive and you're written for a brand name? Because the brand name, that's where it gets really ugly. And even if you have a prescription drug plan at work, you may still face enormous exposure of cost on that brand name drug. Okay, so a couple of things I want you to know. A lot of the drugs that don't have a generic are what are called um, defensive drugs. I'm a pharmaceutical company. A drug that I have is coming off patent and can now be made as a generic. So I come up with a new improved version of it that's some kind of combo of a couple of different things. And then voila, I've got this exclusive drug again. 
You'll see this a lot, for example, with asthma meds is one category where the asthma doctors will be pitched by the pharmaceutical companies about how much better this new combo drug is versus the one that they may have been writing scripts for. So the doctor says, oh, great, I'm going to write this. And he or she is not really thinking because it's not their money paying for the drug. Oh, so that patient's going to go from spending, let's say, $15 a month for a drug to 2000 a month for a drug. And often what you can do is a lot of these combo drugs, you can take the individual components separately and take two pills at generic prices versus the one new and improved combo drug have the same medical benefit and at a fraction of the cost. This is why I always talk about you being aware and savvy what happens with these prescriptions. And when a doctor is writing one, you might not want to take up his or her time right there while they're saying, okay, I'm going to prescribe blah, blah, blah for you. But before you leave the office that day, go online, use GoodRx or something like that, see what that drug actually costs. And if it turns out it's an eye-popping figure, you say to the person at the desk, hey, I, I can't afford this prescription. Can the doc write something else for me? Because that's why so many prescriptions are abandoned at the pharmacy counter, because you get there and they say it's X number, it's a zillion dollars. Costco shoppers are so cheap that at Costco, when, when a drug pops up that's going to be really expensive to fill, they contact you and say, hey, do you know this drug's going to cost you $1,450 to fill? And they hope the person doesn't pass out and hit their head and need an ambulance to take them to the hospital for a head injury when they hear that cost. And this is a real problem because meds don't come with a price list when the doc writes the script. Now, sometimes when you make it clear that the cost is a real problem for you, suddenly a magic pad appears with a shiny slip with a code on it that gets you the prescription for free or for $25 or something like that. So there are ways around these very high costs, but you got to know how the game is played and be very aware that it's your money that's on the line. Krista? All right, I have some related questions. This is from Edward in Florida. I recently went to a Costco pharmacy to pick up a prescription. When there, the pharmacist informed me that my prescription would cost less if I did not go through my insurer. Apparently, the deals Costco has with some pharmaceutical companies is better. I took my insurance off the prescription, and this particular refill went from $16 down to $10, so 38% cheaper. Folks may want to check their own prescriptions in pharmacies. So strange how the health insurance that is supposed to help with costs is actually doing the opposite. So something else about Costco, you know, Costco has to fill prescriptions for you if you're a member or not. And Costco now has something like the equivalent of member pricing on prescription drugs. And if you come in as a non-member, you don't get the member price, but you're still getting a really cheap price. But I find that with the prescription plan I have, it's almost always cheaper for me to do exactly what Edward has done and just pay the Costco price and not involve my pharmacy plan 
because I almost always am paying a lot more money on the pharmacy plan than I do just straight as a Costco member. And this is from Mo in Texas. I have Medicare Part D. All my prescriptions are generic. I'm finding out that I can acquire all of my medications through GoodRx and Mark Cuban's Cost Plus at the same or lower cost than through my Part D Medicare provider without a monthly premium. Any negatives to dropping my Part D coverage? Yeah, Mo, um, <laughs> let's go back to the beginning conversation with how expensive brand names can be. Don't drop your Part D. Keep filling your prescriptions through GoodRx or through Mark Cuban. Um, if you're not familiar with Mark Cuban's deal, he's set up his own pharmaceutical selling organization that sells prescriptions a lot cheaper than they normally would be. Not as good as a Costco price, but really good prices. And so the reason you need that Part D is because if you don't have the Part D, and you end up with an expensive brand name drug, your wallet is going to be shredded. Uh, what's Mark Cuban's? It's costplusdrugs.com, costplusdrugs.com. And yeah. we have that at clark.com if, you're, if you can't write that down. Um, okay, we've got another question here. This is from Kim in California. I'm in the process of redoing all of my passwords so that they're not easily hacked. Do you recommend a particular password manager? If so, which one? Or should I write it all down in a little notebook? So there's, uh, it's so much easier to use a password manager. And there's no perfect password managers. I use the Google password manager but a lot of people swear by LastPass. I use that one. And would you explain for people who don't know what these do, how LastPass works? Well, it's an online secure password holder. And in my case, I have a family plan, so I can share passwords with my husband and with my parents. They can share passwords with me, so they can choose what passwords they want me to see that they have. Um, so I think it's a nice way for families to do something like that in case anything happens to anybody. And you can add it to your web browser. You can turn it on or off, and you can have it on your phone browser as well. So it'll fill in passwords for you, but you have to put in your master password first. So the master password is an unusually complicated long password it should be and then the individual passwords are all different so if a criminal is lucky enough to crack your password at one site they don't have the keys to the kingdom to all of them i'm not always great with that admittedly so that's what LastPass does i mean that's what uh you're in LastPass, not Dashlane, right? Right, I'm in LastPass. Yeah. So, I create my own passwords, but I store them there. Okay, you can do the opposite, though, right? They can create them? I'm not sure about that. I haven't used that. You're still doing your lazy yeah. passwords? I'm changing them one by one. Okay. Yes, I have a lot. So my wife is, uh, I can't reveal what it is, because then that would give the keys mm -hmm. to our kingdom. But my wife came up with a very, very clever system for creating unique passwords at each website. And it's just brilliant. So I've adopted her system. And then we have the master storage with the Google Password Manager. So there are a lot of disagreements if you read the technology sources on what they say about the password managers. We put together our best feeling of a review of seven free ones. Free ones. Mm -hmm. 
although there's controversy in the industry about whether or not you should use a free one, but a lot of people won't pay for these. So we've got Dashlane, LastPass, Sticky Password, among others. And you can see how each of them work if you go and look at what we have on our free password manager guide at Clark.com. So coming up, we overpay for so many things in our lives just as creatures of habit. And I've got something that's a bit of a reach, but a way for you to save a ton on your monthly cell phone bill coming up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's great news for your wallet from two different cell phone brands that bring much lower prices to the table. And I want to start with Verizon, which has a discount brand that is called Visible. I call it Invisible because they've been very quiet because Verizon has not wanted to erode business for flagship Verizon, where they've actually recently raised rates and have people leave flagship Verizon and go to their discount brand that they own called Visible. I mean, they don't really talk about that they own it, but it's their deal. And they've had a variety of stops and starts with how they price Visible. I want to tell you about the new prices. And for an individual, they've actually gone down in price from 40 a month to 30. So what do you get? For 30 a month, you get unlimited talk, text, and data, including unlimited hotspot on Verizon's network. The speed you get is, in some cases, a little slower than you have on mainline Verizon, but generally very fast. You get the 5G network Verizon has. You get the LTE where they don't have 5G working, and we get... Very few complaints about Visible. The only time we did have one was from somebody traveling in an extremely rural area where they had coverage when they had been on Verizon and they didn't on the Visible brand from Verizon. But it's a really, really good deal. Uh, They have a premium one that's unlimited for one person at 45 a month that in congested core metro areas where Verizon has their ultra-fast 5G network that's faster than their regular 5G network, you have access to it at $45 a month. You don't on the $30 a month plan. I would not recommend paying the extra $15 unless you're unhappy with the speed on the $30 a month plan. So people that are already on the visible plan where you pair up with other people and so you end up paying $25 a month, you're grandfathered into that 25 a month as long as your group stays together, but that's no longer going to be offered. But the 30 a month for an individual is clean, it's simple, and it's a real deal. Now, Boost Mobile, which is the cell phone brand owned by Dish Network, has now in turn cut their unlimited rate plan 
to 25 a month for an individual. Can you see where this is headed? There's a spread out of what they call in business school, spreading out the buckets. That people that are very brand name conscious are going to be paying more for cell phone service. And people that are price oriented are paying the lowest price for the most stuff you get ever. So it's up to you. Are you the brand name person who's comfortable with paying more money? Or are you somebody who's looking for the best deal? Boost, you got to work for the savings. Boost is not very customer oriented. And you got to go through the right steps to benefit from the $25 a month plan with Boost. In our review of Boost on Clark.com, we talk you through how to make sure you're all set in order to benefit from that $25 a month. Interestingly enough, the complaints we've had about Boost and in our own experience, it's not the network, it's not the service, it's the customer no service with Boost. You got to fight your way through. But Boost again, $25 a month, unlimited everything, and Visible now, $30 a month, unlimited everything. Those are great deals. All right, go to some questions now. This is from Kirk in Iowa. We currently have a family Verizon phone plan, but want to switch to a lower cost provider such as Red Pocket. Can you recommend one that supports cellular watches? My wife has one in case of emergency while jogging. So generally it's going to be Apple Watch, where it's some Samsung that want to be connected like that. And... This is not easy because a lot of the lower cost cell phone carriers don't support smartwatch plans, at least not at this time. Probably visible is the one that I would recommend because the smartwatches are really cheap with them on a plan. Uh, I think as little as $5 $5 a a month. month. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. And visible, which is Verizon's discount brand owned by Verizon, Verizon Network, the whole thing is really cheap. And I'm on T-Mobile, which isn't a low-cost carrier, and we pay $10 a month for watches to have the actual cell phone number where you don't need your phone near it. So, which I assume is what she's looking for. She's a jogger, yeah. So So we're on T-Mobile, and we're paying 15, and you're paying 10. 10? Yeah. You're saving five. I got to find I out. I should how probably you're doing have it that. on my smartwatch, my Samsung, but I don't because I'm too cheap to add another $10 line. Oh, does that have cellular? No, it, I think it does. I don't I think it, so. Oh, well, maybe well, that's why I don't have it then. <laughs> I'm too cheap and I don't even have it. All right. Uh, moving on. This is from Carol in Washington. Do you recommend refurbished cell phones? Who is the best to buy from? Would I be able to keep my same phone number? And what do I need to be aware of other than unlocked? I'm looking for a newer iPhone. So this is a huge business in the iPhone space. You know, Apple and the various cell phone carriers have offered each time a new Apple model comes out of the iPhone, they offer very generous trade-ins typically on prior versions. And they support that by creating a very large resale market, refurb market for Apple phones. The key with buying any refurb Apple phone, any iPhone, is what warranty comes with it. Because refurbs vary in quality a lot. 
I mean, I see that word refurb and I'm like, uh, be very, very careful and cautious. So you can get a refurb iPhone and it will be just fine. Or again, it might not be. What really matters is how they stand behind that refurb. If they give you just a 30-day or 90-day coverage on it, not good enough. I'm looking for one year, one year on a refurb iPhone. Otherwise, you're fine. As long as it's unlocked, it'll work on any network. What about like on eBay? I feel like you've done this before. Buying one that's still in the packaging, but an older model, like new or older, like not. Yeah, you just got to know that the IMEI is good, that it was not a stolen phone or whatever. Or if you buy it on like Facebook Marketplace, maybe you can meet at the Apple store. Well, you could do that. But you know, if you buy on eBay and it's one of the big sellers of used cell phones, they will tell you that IMEI is, they know is to be good or whatever. And they offer a full refund return for refund within 30 days at the legit sellers of used and refurb phones on eBay. Mm-hmm. eBay is a huge marketplace for legitimate yeah. buying of used and refurb iPhones. Now, Amazon has a big business that they do selling refurb iPhones. And with Amazon, be cautious. A lot of times they'll be on Woot, W-O-O-T.com, which is Amazon's main clearance site. You want to see how they Stand behind that purchase of that iPhone before you buy it. This is from Jenny in Alaska. I'm 42 and got the investing and saving for retirement memo late. I now max out a Roth IRA and contribute to no fee individual investments. My only debt is a low interest mortgage. My nine to five pays $63,000 a year, but doesn't offer a 401k. I've got a side hustle, but haven't claimed much income using it to lower my tax bill by claiming all eligible deductions. What's the best way to make headway toward retirement? Should I start a traditional IRA along with the Roth, put more into investments, stop claiming the business deductions to increase my net business revenue and start a solo 401k? I have low monthly expenses so I can throw a good chunk of income toward catching up on retirement. So you're already doing a great thing with your Fidelity a zero cost or low cost funds that you're going into. I assume those are Fidelity index funds. So uh, you're already doing something that's very tax efficient for you. With the side hustle, you could do a SEP. A SEP allows you to reduce current income, but it works like a traditional IRA later and that all the money in there plus whatever it earns is taxed. Since you're reporting so little income from that side gig, I would just keep pouring money into the Fidelity Index funds you're in. They're a great, very efficient choice that builds on top of the rest of what you're doing. And I think that's great. Uh, By the way, on your thing about you were a late starter and you're 42, so most people don't start saving for retirement till they're in their 40s. Because they got life going on in their 20s and 30s. There's an enormous advantage if you start, particularly in your 20s, saving for retirement because of how money grows over time. But you start when you start. You're obviously dedicated to building financial security. And you're young enough with your aggressive intent to save to make it work for you. So don't worry. Be happy except I don't know how you live through an Alaska winter 
with all that darkness and cold. Alaska's so fun in the summer, can't do the winter there. So I want to tell you, I hate that we get to so few of your questions here on our podcast. But I want to tell you, we offer and have done so for just short of 30 years, free one-on-one advice and information to you through our Team Clark Consumer Action Center. And we're open Eastern Time Zone, 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday only. And the number is 636-49-CLARK. Again, that's 636-49-CLARK.